and welcome to today's podcast, Women in Manufacturing and Quality from Hexagon. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, Brian, and today we'll be discussing how the manufacturing and quality industry is experiencing many forms of transformation and how the makeup of the workforce is one that we need to ensure is part of that transformation. Joining me today is Yana Somson, Corporate R&D Quality Systems Manager, Mars R&D Digital Capabilities. Yana, welcome. Thank you for joining me. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So I know this is your first podcast and, and we're not going to go crazy on that, but this is exciting, you know, and, and I love telling people that you might get addicted to it. You might love it so much that you go start your own podcast. A lot of people do this. It's actually really funny, but tell us about yourself, what you do and what do you nerd out on too for fun? Sure. Um, so you can see in my accent, I am originally from the Czech Republic. Uh, I moved to the UK, I live in the UK and moved to the UK about... Um, 18 years ago and uh, it was originally for like a couple of years but you know as people say two years you know and I will move back yeah so I'm still here and um, married Englishman so I don't probably come back never mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what I do do I have hobbies I have two little kids so oh. you know I think my hobbies are really their hobbies yeah. <laughs> no I'm, I'm joking but um, we do spend lots of time outdoors I love I love being outdoors and we are quite sporty families so so that's what I do but um, I you know, um, my job, um, I work for Mars, as you as you mentioned. I am in the corporate role, which means that I have, um, I work with a global and cross segment, you know, across all our uh, businesses, which is really exciting. And uh, I'm responsible for quality systems. And um, I think that's really exciting because it's really working with very, really engaged people and uh, really kind of everyone who wants to do quality and quality jobs. So that's very inspiring. And we have lots of women in quality yeah. as well. So I'm yeah. very fortunate. Mars is a really company who is supporting the equality and kind of really bringing, bringing in um, women, you know, equally to men and really inspiring young women to join. So um, exciting. Yeah. Well, that is our topic today. So that's great. What are some of the initiatives that you're involved with right now to help make a difference? Sure. And um, so I will be talking a little bit about initiatives of Mars because I think that's absolutely amazing. And um, so as I mentioned, in our culture, we are committed to making, making Mars a diverse and inclusive uh, workplace. So at Mars, we have approximately 41% of women leaders, which is uh, fantastic. And there is more um, kind of focus on really driving their power and kind of, um, you know, ability to lead. So we have got program which is called uh, women leading purposefully. This is uh, this has been developed with Harvard University. It's a it's a course which is for uh, women at Mars, and uh, I think it's really fascinating because it helps uh, really to kind of um, develop their leadership capabilities. And um, so I think that's one thing which I think it's really great. The other thing which Mars does um, or has been doing recently um, is we have got listening study, global listening study, which is called uh, Here to be Heard. And this was really um, kind of listening study for women of um, any, uh, you know, any religion, sexuality, um, any kind of, um, you know, from any country, um, any background really to kind of encourage them to speak up, to talk about themselves, to really be heard and inspire their employees, um, their um, uh, their governments, their communities really to kind of think about uh, equality. Yeah. So that's that's a couple of things uh, culturally. And one more thing, which I think is really exciting as well, uh, is um, about sustainability. So Mars has, 
you know, big investment into sustainability and it's called uh, sustainability, sustainable in generations, a generation, I should say. And uh, one of the pillars is called unlocking opportunity for women. That's one of the goals, actually. And so uh, this is really to kind of um, unlock opportunities for women in marketplace, in our workplace, but also in supply chain. So at Mars, we work with the farmers and we have 16,000 women in farming, engaged in cocoa and mint farming. And so this is really program which is helping them to become more savvy with their savings, uh, to kind of empower them uh, with their business skills. So I think that's really fantastic program as well. That's incredible. That's great. Are you seeing any uh, any changes with generations as far as the women, you know, as you've got the older generations and I mean, basically all the way down to the younger generations, but are you seeing anything difference wise or is it kind of similar across the board? I'm just curious. Yeah, I think what's interesting is that, um, you know, women, I kind of, I, which, which are leaders at the moment at Mars, are really inspiration. They are sort of uh, like motherly a little bit kind no, of to us, you know, kind yeah. of to um, to really inspire and yeah. to really lead by example and kind of really inviting dialogue. And um, so kind of the younger generation is really inspired and really kind of pulled in. And also uh, we are very much um, kind of sharing you know, private experience, you know, talking about your family, I think it's really important to basically share where you come from and, you know, your uh, kind of circumstances. So the fact that you are like a young uh, woman just starting uh, your career, you don't want to or you don't need to choose between having family, having a hobby or having career because all of that is possible at the same time. And um, I think that's really inspirational because these women who are leading, they also share, you know, their private stories about, uh, you know, about their kids, about their hobbies they have, uh, you know, outside Mars. And that's kind of just giving you the inspiration to say, you know, this is business I want to work for and I can be myself and I can be successful in my career as well as in my private life. So I think that's really important. Oh, yeah. Well, you do hear, unfortunately, the pressures of women who feel they have to choose one mm-hmm. of those things and then that's it, you know, and they even might even feel ashamed to talk or, or pressured not to talk. But I, mean, I don't even see work-life balance that often, period. <laughs> you know, So <laughs> right. I think it's incredible that you're encouraging, not only inspiring, but you're encouraging and empowering them to want to discuss that and to be able to have a free and safe place to be able to discuss, yeah, here's my family and here's my hobbies and yeah, we'll talk work too. So that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So how do you keep younger generations then interested in STEM? Mm -hmm. Um, So I will talk a little bit about kind of my story and um, I, I am very inspired by kind of personally by my family because I had, um, um, we were quite technical background family and um, my grandmother, she, um, she was chemist. She was, uh, she was, she worked in laboratory and she worked for a company called Explosia, which makes Sentex. <laughs> so that's what they are known for, right? Yeah. This is kind of where I grew up. So that's, that's where Sentex is made. So quite interesting, but she always, you know, um, she always was very kind of, um, you know, she brought, um, the chemistry conversation home, you know, we had the technical conversations at home, you know, we were all curious and we were kind of talking about why things happen, etc. And then my dad, um, he is uh, always trained by, as he's a trained chemist as well. And then he moved into manufacturing. He worked from factory floor up to CEO and then ba- came back um, kind of towards the end of his um, his professional life, he came back to more like a technology and innovation, which was which was his um, his kind of really 
exciting area that what he liked. Now he retired and he is really inspiring my kids, for example. He is really fun to, you know, they, they bake together. They kind of, you know, do lots of um, kind of fun stuff to really kind of figure out how things work. And I think that's really have the role model in your life yeah. is really important. Yeah. The other element, I think it's amazing uh, and important is uh, teachers. So my husband is a secondary school teacher and um, he teaches geography. So kind of that's uh, maybe not subject we are necessarily kind of talking about right now. However, um, I think the, the the secondary school teachers, especially, I think have really huge impact on the choice of the career for kids and for the parents who are influencing and kind of helping kids to find their way. And so if the secondary school teacher is really kind of engaging and, you know, can, can show them the, the beauty of the subject, I think they, they can really get inspired and get, and go all the way. So I think that's important. And, um, and kind of lastly is, um, and, you know, last but not least, of course, women, I spoke about women at Mars and they inspired me a lot. So when, and when I started, I did see these women, as I said, you know, they were inspiring me. They kind of talk about their work-life balance, about, about their families. And really that inspired me to kind of really be myself and, and kind of work what I want to do really. And actually one more thing, yeah. I think that was a really kind of just quite funny story. So when I started at Mars, I didn't know, but um, there is a lady called Helen Sherman. So Helen Sherman is a Brit British chemist and cosmonaut. She was the first British woman or British person actually, and European woman to be in the space. But also before that, she used to work for Mars. She was the chemist and she was, you know, uh, working in the same uh, factory I work for at the moment I'm based in and uh, she was working on the like a flavoring properties of chocolate and she was uh, she was called to uh, the, uh, the um, a woman from Mars actually by the by the press when she was you know in the in her um, the, in the kind of industry later but what I want to say is you look around and there are so many inspiring women and they you know they have families and they change careers and they develop and I think it's just find your inspiration and and do it as well. That's great. I love it. Well, and I, I really appreciate too that there is something for the women to look up to. I, I mean, I, I think about all the people that inspired me too throughout the years too. And it's just like, it, it really is an amazing thing. And so I'm, I'm so glad to hear that that's actually happening. Now, what is one thing though that you wish someone had told you earlier in your career? I think one thing is to be authentic. And yeah. let me explain why. Because, you know, I'm talking about role models. I'm talking about getting inspired. And you kind of, um, you want to be like those people. So we tr you try to do that their way. But you have to do that your way. Exactly. Because if you are trying to kind of impersonate someone else, it's not you and you are not credible. You will not be credible. So I think the authenticity is really important. So I know it now and uh, I do things my way, but I still get inspired by others. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're sort of programmed to be like others or be like a certain thing that someone has defined somewhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all are. And you're right about that, that being completely authentic and true to yourself is really what the world needs because there's only one you and no one else will benefit otherwise. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's wonderful. So what's, what's the best piece of advice besides that, though, that you've been given? Invest in your network. Oh, so, okay. And that might be quite specific to Mars as well, because Mars is quite... Um, 
fluid, I would say. So that we kind of like, a kind of, we have also, or, we have organization structure, but we like working through our network and kind of get to know people. And it's really like at the beginning of career about your, you know, in your new job, invest in your network, learn what people do, uh, you know, connect to people. And then, you know, kind of work through them because I think that's really important. Organization agility is really, really important. Yeah. I think it's an incredible piece of advice and whether it's, you know, specific to Mars or anything. I heard somebody once say that like, you will never have a friend when you actually need it because you didn't invest in them in the first place, that kind of thing. So it's, yeah, the network of investing in others and serving and being there. I mean, that's, that's going to help you regardless of where you're at. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Absolutely. So any advice for women beginning their careers in tech and manufacturing specifically? Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting question because I actually personally think it's not only for women that what I'm going to say, I think it's for kind of young professionals or even even kids who are like a secondary school or university. Um, I was thinking like when I was at university, uh, my job I have now didn't exist. It didn't exist. It you know, the digital uh, digital development, that was not where it is now. And uh, so the question is, what do you want when you grow up, right? That's kind of the, about 80% of jobs, which will be around in 15, 20 years, probably hasn't been, you know, haven't been developed yet. So, uh, so kind of this is quite hard, I think, for the young people starting. Um, but at the same time, I think there are some things which kind of stay and stay very relevant. And uh, that will be quality of what we manufacture, the efficiency of the manufacturing process and also the impact of our actions on planet and people. And I think that's really what the young people should be thinking about because, because yes, there might be lots of tech and lots of kind of, uh, you know, exciting ways how to do stuff, but quality, efficiency and the impact on the planet and people is really very important to kind of keep in mind yeah, still. Absolutely. So where do you see the biggest opportunities going to be for women in manufacturing and quality in the future? Uh, I think just give it a go. Okay. It's, uh, you know, just give it yeah, a go. Yeah. I think that's such a fun, fun way to, fun place to be. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, use your curiosity Kind of you can, you can move to different uh, parts of manufacturing. It's not only, you know, it's, it's quality, it's manufacturing, it's, uh, you know, uh, auditing, it might be development of products, services. I think there is so much to do and nice. um, absolutely give it a go. So it really does fit a, a wide variety of personalities and strengths. Absolutely. Oh, that's Absolutely. wonderful. Great. And, uh, and, you know, you don't know until you try often, you know, because you might think, a job is not right for you. But if you don't try, you don't know. So give it a go. I love it. Well, this is an incredibly encouraging thing. And and thank you for sharing all this. I really appreciate it. And it's great advice. And there's all kinds of wonderful things. But I I hope that you continue to see a huge increase in empowering women and, and seeing the results from that as well. So Yana, thank you for being on. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Yana Thompson, Corporate R&D Quality Systems Manager, Mars R&D Digital Capabilities. Thank you very, very much for joining us today and listening. We really appreciate it. You can get more information at hexagon.com. Thank you so much for listening again. Have a wonderful day. 